Welcome to the Disrupt Education Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Hostrosser. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us. If you get a moment, head over to disrupteducation.co. That's my website. You can see everything around disrupting education there. I'm also a proud member of the EdUp Experience Podcast Network. So if you go to edupexperience.com, there's a whole bunch of podcasters on that list. So if you click on that podcast list, there's amazing things, K through 12, beyond, a lot of innovative interesting things going on in education and that is the ed up experience podcast network i have a great guest today um, i am no stranger to the praxis organization however i have never interviewed cameron soresby he's a ceo of praxis which is that long uh, year-long apprentice uh, program that matches you with a full-time paid job at a growing company it basically offers you a direct route into high potential careers without the hassle and cost of college which a lot of my own students are talking about how do i how do i save money uh post high school uh even beyond that uh cameron is actually a really strong advocate for self-directed uh career building he's actually an avid golfer and he's in austin texas um and he loves it even with the heat there um, I don't know about me. I like my Chicago summers. Anyway, right after these messages from Spike View, we'll be back chatting with Cameron. Hold on. I spoke to Precious, who is a junior in high school, and she talked about her experiences with Spike View. Almost every day, we get emails of students in our school getting accepted to different colleges, to different internships. And I feel like every school will want to see their student thrive and go to big universities and go to different um, opportunities, like different internships, apprenticeships, and all that stuff. And Spike View is definitely an opportunity that teachers would take, because like, it's a place where all the students can organize all their things, all their accomplishments they did in their life. And they can use this to build up their resume for college or internships, like I said before, to continue all the way into their senior year. And they already have such a big bowl of all the things they've done in one place. So when it comes to the college application process, it's all there for them, and they can just all list it down. It'll just be easier. Drop me a message here on the podcast or head over to spikeview.com to learn more about this incredible platform that's helping our youth own their learning journeys. Welcome to Disrupt Education. I've got Cameron here uh, from Praxis. Uh, Cameron, how are you doing, man? Doing great, Peter. Um, I'm excited to chat today. Yeah, awesome. Um, so, you know, people are reading the notes of the podcast or the or the YouTube channel, but uh, can you tell us a little bit about who you are? You know, my name is Cameron Soresby. Um, I'm the CEO of Praxis, which is a one-year college alternative program. We We help you know, ambitious young people discover career interests, build valuable skills and, you know, launch their own careers and, you know, help them land like awesome first jobs out of out of school. I can't wait to get into that conversation, digging deeper into, you know, all the different things that you do. But before yeah. we uh, jump into that, um, you know, people do things kind of along their own learning paths and they figure things out. So that's my next question. What, what type of student was Cameron? Uh, you know, what type of school did you go to? What type of student were you? Um, and then how, how does that kind of come into play with how you're helping people now? It's very strongly connected to what, what I do now, of course. But um, I, I really have grown to appreciate 
like my my story as a student growing up because I think it's not a message that enough like young people really hear. So I I went to a mix of private and public schools, you know, K through 12. Um, the constant theme of my school career, K through 12, is like I was the kid who like my parents and um, you know, other adults around me were always telling me like, hey, you're really smart, but you just don't apply yourself enough in school. I was the uh, the lazy, smart kid in, in terms of, you know, approaching class and everything. I, you know, growing up, I was, um, I was really a competitive athlete. I played soccer was like my major sport. And I loved to learn like on my own. I love to read. I, I remember being into like politics and talk like talk radio talk radio and like i was watching like late night news at like really young ages probably messed with my head at this point and wouldn't wouldn't advise uh getting into <laughs> politics at a young age especially in in today's world um but i was always like intellectually engaged and that just never really translated to the school environment like every semester every school year i'd have one or two you know, classes that were just like naturally interesting to me and I could easily get into those. Um, usually those were like history and, um, you know, English and arts. I was much more on, on that side of things and like math and science. But yeah, I was like the, I always did just enough to, to keep like my parents off my back. Um, but I could never truly get like self-motivated to become that like academic high achiever. Yeah. And I, I, I think, you know, I, it actually like growing up that brought a lot of tension into like my relationship with my parents um, and, and different things like that. But looking back on it, there's actually been a lot of like, in hindsight, like a lot of valuable insights into like, oh, the way I was in school, it, I actually don't regret being that way. And I can also see the connections between like, how I am as a, you know, business owner, entrepreneur, professional now yeah. and stuff. But um, yeah, I have that typical, like a little bit of a slacker underachiever when it comes to, to grades and everything, but, you know, always did what I had to do at the end of the day to, to, you know, get by and impress and everything. As a high school educator, I call that working smarter, not harder, but yeah, I get it, I get it right. you know. That's and, right. you know, kind of digging into that, um, especially post-pandemic when all these things, like people, it, it revealed a lot, right? So, um, you know, one of the things as educators are quote-unquote burning out and stuff uh, is they're seeing this different student. I would fair to say they're seeing students that are more like you were. Right. Yep. Um, that are they call them apathetic and they don't really try and different things like that. But um, there's so many tools and it's so easy now. Right. Like wh where, you know, students can move forward and they're questioning a lot more. Right. Um, just as, as an educator in high school, what I see a lot is a lot of the students are, hey, uh, is this ROI on college really worth it? They saw their parents, you know, you get a lot of the millennial generation with the parents who came out with ginormous debt. It's in front of people. You have inflation happening now. And, and what is the ROI? A lot more kids are questioning that. Um, you're fixing that. <laughs> you're giving a pathway to students who want to who wanna grow and, and to do uh, some different things. Um, how, how did 
that connection? Well, first off, you can talk a little bit about you know what Praxis is, um, but also you know what what are you seeing that's changed over you know this isn't a new thing. You guys have been at this for a while, but like what are what are some of the things that you have changed and learned even through the last two years of this crazy pandemic uh, when it comes to I, I mean different routes. I don't like alternative routes, however you want to call it. Um, but there's there's some incredible pathways that can happen here. And and obviously, we've had a lot of uh, Praxis grads on the podcast. But um, so yeah, talk about like, you know, how how you are, what is Praxis? And then what is that pathway? Uh, and then the last two years, what have you learned? To, to start with like, what Praxis is like, at our core foundation, we want to help kind of we were building a new, better bridge to becoming, you know, for young adults who clearly have like potential to build a career, a successful career of their own. And, and that looks, you know, different for different people and everything. Uh, but essentially, we want to help take that like hardworking, high character young person who looks at college and it's like, that is not for me. And I would say the vast majority of our participants, like historically, they would be the exact types of young people who are just getting pushed more and more into, you know, the, the college path. And, you know, the trend that we saw before we started Praxis, it was just like really clear, like, you know, you have these smart, ambitious young people, more and more, they were becoming dissatisfied with their college experience, not just from a cost perspective of, you know, tuition is, is rising, you know, year over year, um, but just kind of like being unfulfilled and, and bored by the college experience. And I think ultimately um, it's been a like growing lack of confidence that college is that golden ticket that most, you know, high school students have essentially been told from day one, like you have to go to college in order to be successful. So we, and at the same time, we also saw saw on the other side of the market, um, entrepreneurs, businesses, like there's a big talent gap too, especially with entry level positions. Like the college degree was becoming a weaker and weaker signal that somebody with that degree is going to be able to come in and create value for my business. Um, so we we want to be that gap between you know young talent, um, you know usually like. It's, it's not the prodigal you know, young people that are like, you know, um, going to go on and be like the next Bill Gates and Steve Jobs or, you know, they know they want to become a lawyer and doctor and they're kind of, you know, really set on that, like very like clear, straightforward academic path to getting, you know, their career started. We want to be working with those kinds of young people that, you know, have, have a certain kind of like X factor, like, hey, I, I want to go figure out what I want to do for myself rather than just thinking about like the only way I can discover what career path I want is by getting into the best school, picking the right major and plan like pre-planning the next 20 years of my life. Like young people that are not afraid to bet on themselves. And I think there's something really empowering about that. But anyway, like we're, we want to, you know, help people get their career started. And I think a lot of it comes down to like two things. One is just as a young person, like helping them gain context into what the career landscape is, like what opportunities are out there that you can jump into with a little bit of training, a little bit of 
you know, knowledge under your belt, like you can go get really awesome opportunities for yourself. And then to be able to start to connect the dots between, hey, I'm starting to gain experience. I'm starting to learn some skills that is helping me figure out what I could see myself doing, you know, five years down the road, 10 years down the road. And um, I think that's, that's the coolest thing about what we do is like, you see participants coming in the program and you can, you can kind of see, they have that like secret sauce, special ingredient, like, Hey, they're going to come in and work hard and keep just learning and growing day by day. And then you see them have these like aha moments throughout the program experience where things start to click for them. And um, yeah, I think a lot of that just comes down to like, we focus on, you know, gaining and learning through real world experience as much as possible, rather than kind of treating your own education through school as something separate from gaining experience in your career. Uh, that's exactly like bringing reality and academia together and then building it around who you are. Um, there is a process uh, to this um, and, you know, not all applicants get in. And one of the questions that I wanted to ask is, well, number one, what is that process? And, and number two, um, you know, high school is driven. Traditional public education here in the States is driven by college acceptance, right? Like it really is like I need we need the scores and we need this. So that process. But how do we better prepare our students for that and possibly change what we actually rank schools on or, or anything like that? I mean, what are your opinions on that? So we'll go through the process first. I like to ask questions in two today. I don't know. I'm asking questions <laughs> in two. But yeah, what is the process to, to get it? you have to get accepted to the program um right. you can't just you know walk off the street and say i'm going to try this because you know you have really amazing people like i said we've interviewed some and i'll tag them in the uh in the notes here but and then yeah what let, let's let's dish it out on secondary education see what we can do better. yeah yeah for sure so our process you know our, our application process is both it's very simple and straightforward and it's also very thorough so you know over the years running the program we've developed a you know pretty strong idea of like what are the like indicators that someone can be successful in the program and stuff um, but step by step the application process you can apply online um, we ask you a, a like two or three like essay based questions about yourself you know, why, why you want to do something like Praxis. What we look for in that question is like someone who wants to be intentional with their educational, you know, journey and stuff. So like most young people just go to college because everyone around them tells them that's what you have to do. It's seen, yeah. it's for them, it's a natural, you know, extension of what high school is. It's just like, okay, I have to do this thing in order to get my real life started. We, we want people that are like, Hey, I'm able to like stop and pause for a second and think more intentionally about what, how do I want to approach getting my, you know, adult life and career started. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that shows you've done your research and homework on the program. Um, and then we're asking you about like, you know, your work experience and, you know, any, any kind of things that stick out. But, and then after that, if you get, moved on and invited. You have two rounds of interviews with uh, two different team members on the team. And really like, we're just getting, we want to just get to know who you are as a person. Um, there's no exact criteria 
that it's like you have to have these exact specific five things in order to get accepted in the program. But in general, we look for it's a combination of character, work ethic, um, mindset and talent. And so like we we'd love to work with young people who, you know, have actually sought out, gotten some, you know, some work experience under their belt, you know, in, in high school. That could be someone who, you know, did summer like was a summer camp counselor every summer through through high school and stuff. And you can tell like they weren't just doing like the bare minimum in the job. They really enjoyed and valued gaining work experience. Um, we'd love to see, you know, people who, you know, started a a small side business that could be, you know, Hey, in middle school, early high school, you were, you know, you figured out how to make some side money, uh, shoveling driveways, you know, during snow season or, um, you know, doing, you know, cutting grass, lowing, you know, lawn care, all that kind of stuff or something, you know, started selling something online, whatever it may be in general, it's like, we want to see evidence that you have a track record of being proactive. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And, you know, again, like contrast that with the typical school environment that that usually encourages a more passive mindset. Like you show up to class, you're able to do what you're told and, you know, receive good letter grades and everything. Like whether you're a great student or not, when it comes to school, like we just want to see that ability to um, like kind of take initiative and take action on your own and call it forward tilt in, uh, in the program and everything. I so. really, yeah, I like that um, because, you know, as an educator in high school, I think, you know, one of the things is we're trying to do is trying to figure out how to validate, like how to validate that student's knowledge. Um, and yeah, it doesn't always click, right? Like yeah, I went through high school, um, if I can go back into my own and I didn't really like know anything. <laughs> I mean, I learned yeah. black and white photography and uh, speech and drama actually were two of my favorite courses, but outside of it, I mean, I learned, but it was just like checking the box. Um, and you know, we know, right. How, I mean, what are your thoughts on how, how we can change some things at least to get people prepared for a program like yours, yeah. Um, or can you, I mean, in, in school, one of the things that I'll struggle with, uh, is the kids are so at that level used to, I mean, they're nine, 10, 11 years into a system that teaches them to check the box. Right. Uh, yeah. What are your, what are your thoughts on, you know, how do we, how do we look at this differently? Yeah. I, I mean, really, I think there's a lot you can do at the like individual level. Um, I, I try not to try to fix, you know, the entire institution and system when it comes to this stuff. It's, it's such it's a behemoth. Quite, quite but, a task. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, it has been really encouraging over the past few years. Like there are more and more options popping up. And I think it is um, pushing people to just like question, like, why do we do the thing? You know, how do, why do we approach things this way in terms of like the traditional school system? But I think at the individual level, it's, it's like, really simple, like find one thing at any given time, you know, that you can kind of put some personal like effort and attention into like, you know, when I was in high school, I, I was very similar, like I was just kind of going through what I was supposed to go through in terms of classes and everything. I was really thankful that I had sports as something that I did kind of take more on like more responsibility in because I was really competitive. I wanted to get better. I wanted to be like playing at the highest level. And even though like 
at the time that had zero connections to like what I would end up doing professionally, or even just like figuring out how I would even get my like career and life started. It was kind of those soft skills that I learned from like, all right, it's not my parents that are responsible for making, you know, making sure I show up to practice on time and I have my game schedule and like, I'm doing the extra training in between, you know, practices and games to get better. Like, that's the kind of thing where it's like, I felt a sense of responsibility and like self ownership over like my athletic career. And I think for anybody, like find the one thing that you actually care about to put in effort to get better at. Um, and I think that can be like going out and getting a job, um, you know, after school or during summer or whatever it is like that, that teaches you a lot of, re, you know, maturity and responsibility that can be, you know, learning a skill that's of interest to you. That could be playing sports. That could be, you know, doing dance, like whatever extracurricular, but make sure it's just something that you have a sense of like control and responsibility over rather than you're doing things to please other people. Like you can go get a job after school only because like, you know, your parents are forcing you to, and you know, it can be helpful, but it all depends on what your personal mindset is you know, with, with something like that. I think like we have more resources than ever to kind of take your own like personal learning journey into your own hands too. Like if you're interested in business, you don't have to rely on maybe having, you know, one or two business or economics classes that might or may not be available in high school. Like there's hundreds of podcasts that are legitimately valuable. You can start listening to and, you know, start a blog, like just take, figure out something that at like you as an individual, like in high school, you actually get excited about like, you know, jumping into and kind of turning into like a personal development project of some kind. As you're speaking, I'm thinking about, so I'm a, I'm a career uh, internship educator. So we have classes in high school, which I love. Um, actually, the kids like it because they get to leave early, you know. So like, And I didn't have this uh, opportunity in my own uh, school, but they're becoming more and more prevalent CTE and all these things. Um, we jumped from two courses actually to six, but they only okayed five of them because politics and all that crud. But um, you can see that, that a lot of students are really understanding that. And that's that's something that is, uh, is to me, I mean, my own son has a job. Uh, my daughter is 14 and wants a job, but we're trying to figure out, okay, here's how you promote and yep. babysit and things like that. Um, well, let's let's go into then the 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 final kind of question is so if if you had a somebody who is thinking about praxis like like I want to go into this right what what advice I mean you just gave a bunch of advice but what like one or two main pieces of advice would you give somebody who's about to graduate high school or even like a junior or even a sophomore in high school to start building now. I think the the biggest thing is a mindset shift to you're no longer playing the school education game and you're playing the game of what can I do now to like get prepared to start building my life. Um, and that, that shifts everything towards like what skills, what knowledge do you need to ultimately like live the life that you want to live. But, you know, you can frame it in a number of different ways. Like 
what skills, what knowledge do you need to gain in order to, you know, figure out what you want to do career wise? What, you know, what do you need to gain now in order to, you know, feel confident? Like you can take on those like big personal responsibilities of, you know, person like, like in financial independence, paying rent, you know, getting a job, all, all that kind of thing. Like, but I think the biggest thing is like shift your mindset towards what it don't, don't try to answer the question of what makes me a successful student. Try to start answering those questions of how can I start, how can I prepare myself to be successful in creating the life that I want for myself? I think that's the biggest thing. And I think all of the different answers can kind of, you know, flow from that. Um, But tangibly, like I would say like, if you're a junior or senior in high school and you don't have any work experience yet, go get a job go get a job, go, go get the fast food job, go get the hourly retail job, go, you know, be the coffee barista, whatever it is like. And the goal isn't to love that job for the sake of like what that job offers. It's to build confidence in your ability to like be able to create and create value in a real world, you know, environment. So we have a lot of parents and, and a lot of, uh, administration and educators who listen to the podcast as well. Early on, and I'm talking years ago when I had the conversation with Isaac and he was he was building practice, um, I would bring it up to schools and they were like, uh, well, is this like a legit place, right? Like the question. Yeah. And yeah. so how do you let them know, like, look, man, this this is not like Hey, Cameron's gonna take you know X amount of money, and then ah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. this is like now we're gonna eat sports and have fun and do nothing. Like, how do you how do you let them know? Look, this is a legitimate. I mean, we've looked at this with our own son. Um, how do you how do you let people know this is a legitimate piece? Um, what are some stories that you have? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is that we've just built the credibility through results over time. You know, the the program has gone from doing under 20 participants in our very first year in 2014 to, you know, we consistently do over hundred participants a year and we're, we're growing very consistently now. And the outcomes have been consistent for the participants coming through the program. So we have, you know, 18, 19 year olds who have come through Praxis and they've not just, you know, they've landed jobs and started careers that um, recent college grads are trying to, you know, get started for themselves. Um, and it's, you know, it's certainly like what I tell parents that, you know, they've, they're looking at alternatives to college for their, you know, sons and daughters. And, you know, of course there's like natural skepticism to anything that's like newer and unknown. Um, but the, the biggest thing is like proof is in the pudding. Like we, we have 500 over 500 graduates at this point, Um, and it's, it's not like, I never would want somebody thinking like, oh, like Praxis is going to do all this work for you or sell them like, Hey, this is easy and whatnot. Like it's, it's because of the work that our participants put into the program experience. And our job is to provide the right, you know, kinds of resources, mentors, and job opportunities for them to get started. Um, so that's, that's the biggest thing is just, Hey, we, we've been around for, you know, over eight years now. Um, we have very high customer satisfaction. We have very high outcomes. And I think it's, it's much easier now to like take the leap into trying something different. Um, but I would never like the biggest thing is what we focus on is like, 
how can you get your career started and how can you build a long-term sustainable career? Um, that's, that's the same problem you're going to have to solve whether or not you go to college, whether or not you have a degree, you need career building skills. You want to access, you know, experienced successful professionals as mentors and advisors. You want to access, you know, certain quality of companies for your first job opportunities. And that's what we provide. I've never honestly, and I'm not I'm not just saying this because the CEO of Praxis is here, but like I, I've never heard actually anybody who's graduated from it um, complain or say anything bad, to be honest. Um, as a matter of fact, a few of them have pivoted very easily, by the way, between uh, different entities because they know their skill sets they know what they bring it's really it's really interesting it's it's an amazing program i want to end the podcast on so when like when can people uh, sign up or try to get uh uh through an interviewing process and uh um you know how can they connect uh with you and the organization yeah so we have a rolling application process where we're starting and launching new cohorts throughout the entire year um, so there's, there's like 10 cohorts available every year. They usually fill up about three to four months in advance. So if you're you know, interested in kind of fall cohorts, now would be the time to, to apply. And we're, you know, accepting applicants for early 2023 cohorts now. Um, and then in terms of how to get in touch with us, start at the website, it's discoverpraxis.com. Um, there you can download our program guide. You can check out like different alumni case studies and stories, kind of get all the, the basic information and schedule a call with an admissions advisor just to learn more about the program and see if it's a fit or not. Great stuff. Uh, an, an amazing, amazing pathway that you all have built. Um, I've you know seen it since about 2016, 2017. So a few years in after that first 20 cohort. Cameron, thanks so much for sharing not only yourself and your learning journey, but um, the the offerings of uh, Discover Praxis and, and the amazing things that it is actually doing for people. So thanks for chatting with us today. You bet, Peter. Enjoyed it. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Disrupt Education Podcast. Yeah.